0: Yo, guys, what is going on? It's your boy, Nick Tanna back with another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. We are on episode number 46, and I'm excited to bring you guys the latest and greatest weird games and gaming news. But obviously, I am not alone. I am with my main man, the peanut butter to my jelly, like, you know, the frosting to my cake, the muffin to my breakfast. You guys know him as Ghost Stories. I know him as Peter. Peter, what's going name, out on? How you feeling, baby? I love to see you here, dude. I feel loose. I feel hot. <laughs> I just like the little like you had a little bit of like it's a little bit of stiff movement.
1: So uh, like, you know, I'm just you had uh, some
0: movement. Yeah, Everything's yeah, yeah.
1: sweaty all the time right now. I just sweaty, sweaty. Every all the all the movements just being in my house, going gamer, outside.
0: Gamers know it's hot out here, man. Hot. It's hot. It's hot for a gamer. It's
1: hot. It's hot right now.
0: I was in Texas for DreamCon and we're talking about 105 degree weather. And I'm like,
1: God. Is it it humid or is it dry heat down there?
0: It's like dry. They're like, when you drive around, basically grass is just like, it's dead. A lot of grass is dead. You just feel the heat cooking you at Mm. all moments of the day. And you're like, I have to do this for a whole day. It honestly feels like more like you're losing a lot more energy and you feel like you're burning more calories and you're just more drained just because right. you're just sitting out in that heat for so right, right, so right. long well, what's up man how you been dude how you feeling bro like what's
1: the uh what's the agenda for you lately uh i played two new games this week a uh, couple if we just want to jump into games I'm totally to do that. Yeah, let's go what, what you been playing uh, first game on that list I played is called Disk Room, which is by Devolver Digital, uh, which is. Love, a, I love those guys.
0: Love I those guys. What do
1: you it, man? It's a it's a genre where you're avoiding like an unreasonable amount of enemies or projectiles or things coming at you. I, there's a name for it. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's a total it's a genre of game where you basically play this little guy, and it's a top-down view and every every it, there's a map there's like a, there's like a full map of all the different rooms and each room is its own level and there are these little rotating disks that are trying to 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 kill you basically and you have to survive for a certain amount of time and accomplish like very simple uh, objectives inside each one of these rooms but there are Dozens and dozens of different types of enemies, but they're all they all look like saw blades, but they all do different things. So, right, right. Like, and there's also boss rooms as well, um, and you have to survive for a certain amount of time in these rooms to unlock access to new rooms to advance through the game. And you get five or six abilities. You know, there's one that's like slow time. There's one where you. Uh, clone yourself so you have several versions of yourself in the room at the same time there's one where you can like boost through a disc there's one where you absorb discs so uh it's extremely punishing and uh it, it, it not in the style of Cuphead but equally frustrating where it's just it's probably just yeah it's just probably just hard. super
0: hard i but figure yeah, you know. yeah trying to avoid objects and stuff because really, you're like uh, you have to time stuff perfectly and if you don't time it perfectly and you're in the right location you can obviously like get done up cut up and Right. Served up, and yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I can feel about that.
1: Is this a is this a Game Pass game? It is a Game Pass game, and um, one of my favorite features of this game. On each room, there's a little window in the top right hand corner, and it shows it says Dev Survival Time. And it has it's it's not related to the objectives, but it says this is how long the dev this is the best time for the devs who made this game. That's mm-hmm. I mean, and of course, it's always way higher than. Oh, it's it's ridiculously yeah. high.
0: Yeah, I figured. So there high, no. there's a girl I watched on TikTok. I forgot. Her. I think it's Alyssa. I, I I might be. I forgot her like her full TikTok name. Uh, but she had a series where she would just try and beat the dev time for certain Mario Kart Double Dash courses. Cool. And uh, the dev time to beat Baby Park in seven laps was about a minute seventeen. Or it was like a minute 15 or a minute something, and like she always got a minute 18 and she just could not beat it. And I'm like, these devs are just either like a cheating, cheating or 100%, 100%. B, or be a different breed because obviously they have to play their game. That wasn't even over. done when
1: they recorded the times, so they, right. they added an extra loop somewhere. Yeah,
0: something. Yeah, not, not, not putting in factor of you getting hit with a blue shell or something, but not getting. Nah, I just thought I thought that was super cool. And it made me kind of think about that. Like I like having like want having that knowledge of like how long it takes to get where the devs are. Like if you get like a high score, like uh Metal Helsinger, like I would wonder, like, okay, I got this score, but I wonder what like a dev would have got that worked on the game. Right, right, right. You're like, oh, like I beat this, this sonic level in this many minutes. And it's like I wanna know how long it t- it took that dev to beat it because at that point they're a master of their class so just kind of just being in that same vicinity is kind of dope to be honest
1: yeah it's 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 a cool idea and they also have um in the game they have a, a speed run like section built into the game so on the main screen they they're like this is a game we fully want fully intend and want speedrunners to to take a part in so they have that all built into the thing there's no extras you can just it like you can record the times and do speedrun times right off the rip, which is cool, right? That's so, awesome, man. i been playing that. that, and one more game it's called and... The Wandering Village. Have you heard? No, uh, it is a town management game, and you, your town or village is on the back of a, a moving creature so
0: oh that'd be kind of cool
1: the creature has its own things to be managed right so you have to like defend the creature from other creatures and you have to like when you zoom out the mini map it's it's the creature walking through the environment but like the creature might decide to turn left and go through a desert so then you have to like plan your village and all i mean because it's
0: gonna get super hot
1: it's gonna get super hot so or it's gonna go through like a rainforest it's gonna be super rainy uh That's you tough. have to like it's but you don't control it so it's it's really cool in the art style it's it's got this it's got all these 3d elements to it but all the little villagers the characters are hand-drawn and animated mm. so it looks like a 2d character operating in a 3d world yeah uh, and I'm, I'm gonna
0: need you to send me i'm gonna need you to send me that because is it a game pass game It's on game pass yeah yeah man Alright, you gotta send me that, <laughs> that sounds it's, tough. it's
1: sick it's sick yeah, it's really nice. If you like, if you like town management, I mean, it's all the classics. You're harvesting resources, building buildings, uh, dealing like trying to make your villagers happy, all that. But you're on the back of a a creature. Sounds like uh,
0: there sounds like a, sounds like a Tana there. type game. Sounds like a Tana type yeah. game. Yeah. I would say. What about you? Um, dude, honestly, we just got done finishing Bayonetta three. Uh, great game. I uh, I really enjoyed it. But for people who uh, want to play that type of series, definitely start off with one and two. For hopping into three because they do not hold your hand. They're not going to introduce you to any new characters or any story that is going on. You basically got to know and fill in blanks from there. Uh, but what I did end up...
1: Just like nah, in?
0: Nah, I mean, they, they show you a few things like in the game, but like when it starts off, like the very first fight that you get into was against the main boss, and they do not hold your hand because <laughs> obviously they kind of just want you to lose. Uh, but I get right. that. But for no, someone who hasn't played the game or the type of style of that game uh would have been kind of nice to know like certain mechanics like what what action button does what uh because the buttons are kind of weirdly laid out in my opinion when it comes to the action buttons but honestly that's just me uh Mm -hmm. i could just be honestly bad at the game which that could be a thing as well uh but at the same time i i also feel like like they could have did a little bit better job of explaining and filling in the blanks for certain types of uh, aspects in the game. Uh, But I do got a review that I am working on for the game. So I am excited about that. Um, I think the next game I want to work on, I'm actually not sure. Uh, I do want to play Remnant 2 very bad. uh, So I'd like to get a review out for that. And I also want to play Dragon Quest Treasures. Um, That's the thing is just like, there's so many games and so many options. I'm just kind of just like, what sounds good and just kind of, Lock myself up in the basement and just get it done. Really. Yeah. Uh, we just got back from, uh, DreamCon too. I did beat that while on the plane to DreamCon. And if you guys know what DreamCon is, it's, uh, basically an anime and video game convention. Uh, more on the, uh, the anime type of style and things. If you guys know like RDC world, God, he is sweating guys. Dude, it's, I, it's like, so rest I they got this. The AC is working. The AC is working over on Peter's side of the screen. Um, but if you guys know RDC World, you guys know Berlizy, Sumbros um, all those type of, King Vader, a lot of those anime content creators, and uh, just comedical content creators. They were there. Uh, but it was also a good way to introduce ourselves to content creators in general. I actually met the Twitch CEO while I was there introduced myself. I was a little little fanboy. I was like, ah, like I've been on your platform for five years. Ah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so that was kind of cool. Was uh, so but just to, walking around or, or what? Yeah. So like there was a room called like the TwitchCon. It was like the TwitchCon meetup mm-hmm. uh, or like the Twitch meetup. So basically anybody who did like Twitch or content, like those type of people were just in one room. And we were just vibing out, taking pictures. Uh, People were passing out cards. And he was walking around introducing himself. People were streaming in there. Um, That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. Like, he was very cool. He wasn't like, no, no, no. I got to go. I can't take no whatever. He was very down to earth. And he actually talked to a lot of people there. So uh, definitely changed my outlook on him after seeing him there. Uh, But more for, like, the video game side of things, if you guys are, like, they had a lot of, uh, tournaments and a lot of competitive gaming there. So RDC World actually paired up, or DreamCon and RDC World actually paired up with Mountain Dew to kind of put together this Mountain Dew Hall where they had games everywhere. I saw probably hundred PS5s, two hundred Switches, gaming PCs, everything to where you could play what you want and they also had uh, Mario Kart tournaments, they had Super Smash tournaments, they had Street Fighter um, basically every Mortal Kombat they had basically any fighting game that you could think of in this little room to where you could pair up and like go up against each other. Uh, I didn't participate in any tournaments but I did have to give Eric and Jay the work in Super Smash. I actually won every single game. Yeah. Yeah. Every That's, single how, game.
1: How embarrassing for them.
0: Every single game. Yeah. And I was actually random character every single time. Dang. So, and I am definitely a hundred percent telling the truth. Are
1: you just, are you just <laughs> dominant? It sounds like you're I just am,
0: dominant. I'm just, uh I'm just him is what they would say. Um, but, no, nah, DreamCon was a blast, man. I'm just excited to get back and go to Ohio, man, uh, share with you guys the gaming news and the gaming-gone-weird mentality that we always put on here because we have a lot of stuff to get into. Um, but, yeah, it was a blast. And um, I'll definitely be going back next year. And I'm dragging Peter with me. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to be hunting you down. I'm going to bring my sweats out. Uh, bring your swim trunks. Uh, Peter, can you kick us off with the question of the day?
1: Question of the day today mm-hmm. the coded the QOTD what are the best games to play alone best games to play by yourself
0: best games to play nobody by yourself
1: by yourself is different from nobody in the house alone i like that
0: alone that's a tough one best games to play by yourself do you have, i feel like you have some off the top of your head what are you thinking of right now
1: i mean it's definitely not going to be multiplayer games all
0: 100% now.
1: It's not going to be that. Um, the best games to play alone. I'm going to say management games are really nice to play alone uh, because there's zero pressure. You can pause the game. What, you, don't, uh, you don't like management games? I like town I management games. I like playing those by myself a lot. Uh, I mean, I don't... Any single player you're technically playing. Do you mean physically alone or do you mean?
0: Yeah, by yourself, bro. Like just alone. It could be alone in a room by yourself. Single player, like without nobody else's help. It could be anything.
1: Yeah, I think I think definitely not multiplayer. One hundred percent without a doubt. Zero multiplayer Uh, because I don't want people popping into the party. Uh, I don't want people sending me messages like, hey, join up. I don't want any of that. So definitely single player. Offline, and I, I like management games, um, and it, like get, like design game like uh, like a roller coaster tycoon, like a zoo tycoon type type game. I feel like is a fun one. That'd be a good one. And only because when I'm playing those games by myself, I always have a show on on the other monitor or stream True. up. Uh, so I feel like those are always pretty good. Anything turn based, so I can eat while I'm playing as well.
0: Mm. I like. Um, Gaming gambits answer as in Skyrim. I think Skyrim would be the perfect title to play by yourself because I say, you could focus a lot. You could just be in your own world. You could just kind of do what you got to do by yourself. I like I slow. like that type of feel. Yeah, like you don't go have to worry slow. about somebody else telling you what to do. You're not in a party with a million people. You're just controlling your playthrough the way you want, doing everything you need to do. Mm. I like that. I like that. Skyrim got to be a good one. Perfect. For sure.
1: Perfect. Would you say games you've already beaten, too? Like, replay? You re- do you replay a of games? Sorry, that's kind of off-topic. Just thought about that.
0: <sighs> like, the only other game I probably replayed were, like, the old Sonic games. It has to be, like, an older game I really enjoy. Fair enough. A million games out there to play. Pete can't replay them. Right.
1: Fair, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Good point. <laughs> wow.
0: Good point. Let us know down in the uh the comments below if you're watching this after the fact or now uh what is the best game to play by yourself. Uh kicking it off with the games that are coming out this week, you do have F1 Manager 2023 which comes out well came out July 31st. Uh Venba came out for the PS5, Series X, Xbox One, Switch, PC and that came out on July 31st. Colossal Cave came out August 1st. Ritmos came out for the Android on August 1st and everybody that's been waiting for it. Baltimore's gate or Baldor's gate. Sorry Baltimore. about that. Baltimore's bald Baltimore, Baltimore gate. <laughs> Baldor's gate. Three. <laughs> There's been two games before. Baltimore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate it <air. laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out August 3rd, 2023. Um, I know a lot of people that are very looking forward to this. It's very Dungeons & Dragons like, or not very Dungeons & Dragons like, it is Dungeons & Dragons type uh, which will I kind of make me uh, lean towards kind of wanting to play a game like that, honestly.
1: So, um, it looks great.
0: Uh, that's probably like the only game I'd play out of that list though, if we're being honest.
1: What is F1 Manager? Uh, You're not racing, are you?
0: So F1 Manager 2023 is a simulation sports strategy game. And uh, no, it looks like you are not the racer. You are the the coach.
1: All right. Baltimore's gate it is, man. That's probably what I would play out of these.
0: Yeah, you're sick. Okay. <laughs> getting into... The, getting into... uh. On this day, the games that came out on this day, uh, you had Streets of Rage came out a whopping 32 years ago on this day today.
1: It, this came out the same year I was born. That was
0: on Peter's 18th birthday. That's that, that <laughs> game. <came. laughs> I'm 49 years old, man. <laughs> Oh man, Gambit said, uh, nice hat and pin. Thank you guys. We had to stay dripped up with the uh whoa. Sorry. Uh we had the Magikarp Pro Shops. Uh I actually went there. Um, actually copped a lot of stuff at the Magikarp Pro Shops. A lot of Magikarp were there. Uh, I'm just trying to be the best Gyarados I could be. And then we also have the uh the polywag lore there. So very nice. Uh Pete tried to get one, but I uh, I did not tell him the link to get one. So I'm flying solo on this one. <laughs> um, I appreciate everybody being here, man. If you guys are new here, or if you guys are um, watching this after the fact, please make sure you guys leave a like sub comment. All that stuff really does help the it channel. Really and uh, it really does. We appreciate everybody that uh, helps supports by uh, doing that type of stuff. It's free. takes a little bit of your time and you guys can make sure you guys catch us every Wednesday at 8 PM. Eastern where we talk about all the gaming news and weird games. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with topic number one. Topic number one, and one of our main topics of the day. The Nintendo has reportedly planned to release the next-gen console. It is about time, Pete. Getting into this article... It's saying Nintendo will release its next-gen console during the second half of 2024, according to a new report. Sources told VGC development kits for the unannounced new console are now with partner studios with a second half of 2024 release window set to give Nintendo enough time to ensure plenty of stock for launch. Apparently, this new next-gen console can be used in portable mode like the Nintendo Switch and has an LCD screen in order to keep the cost down. It also comes with a cartridge slot for physical games. This is coming from VGC. However, crucial question of backwards compatibility with Nintendo Switch games remains unclear. Pete, how are we feeling about Nintendo finally dipping its toes into the next gen console wars?
1: I feel like the timing for me couldn't have been worse since I just bought my first Switch. I was
0: just thinking that too. He's probably trying to dig through the garbage to find his receipt as we speak. I hope
1: it's delayed three, four years. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Nintendo doesn't come through when they need to most. Uh, You know what's so crazy about Nintendo though? It's like they can release consoles and hardware knowing that it's like a direct competitor. It's a PlayStation and Xbox, but also not really like they've they, never, they they've can never, double, when I say like competitor, I mean, they just, they're just in the space, right? Like they're just in the space. Some people are going to make decisions like, Oh, I'm going to get the switch instead of these two things, but right. they can always just like have their own little platform where they can succeed and not really have a direct competitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah I, it's gonna be cool i hope they i don't know the history of nintendo so like a big thing for me would be backwards compatibility so do you think if you sure. have a bunch of switch games you're going to be able to use it on this or do you think Nintendo is nintendo the type of company to release it and be like you have to repurchase all the games you're already I,
0: on? I, i'm gonna keep it real with you chief i can't remember the last nintendo console that had the backwards compatibility like that yikes because um, I'm pretty sure 3ds you couldn't play DS games on the 3ds. I might be wrong. Am I wrong? Can someone correct me on that? But like, also like the Wii had backwards compatibility to where you could play GameCube games on the Wii. Um, and you can do that
1: now on the Switch. You can play GameCube games.
0: Yes, but you do have to play pay the premium for that. Sure. So like versus like, oh, if I just buy the Wii, I'm able to play the GameCube games on the Wii versus okay. like versus like instead of being like, okay, Nintendo's like, you could play GameCube games on here but you have to buy them. You can't just take one of your old GameCube games and put it into your Switch. Right. It's right, kind of right. what I'm saying with Backwards Camp Hat. Um, it was with the Wii. I know it was with the Wii, like Gambit said. Uh, but that's kind of the main thing where I'm at. Because if it's going to have like a cartridge and it's going to be the same size and everything, uh you would just kind of think like just make work make it backwards compat. but it's nintendo we're talking here i am just i don't feel like we will get the backwards compatibility with the new switch unless and we keep on saying new switch we got to understand where nintendo comes from i think nintendo has been kind of like i don't want to say like is the right word pioneer they always feel like they lead the path for when new technology drops. I feel like people like PlayStation, they tried to copy it off with the uh, the PlayStation Project Q uh, because of the Switch format. And they were like, and even Xbox take a, a part of this and was saying like, we just want people to play games wherever you can. And the Switch kind of developed that and kind of started that whole type of movement to be able to play games wherever and whenever you want. Um, so for me, they might go completely off the rails and try something different than... The actual Switch Two, they did say it would be portable, but like, what what could it be though? You know what I'm saying? We don't have to strictly say it will be the Switch Two. It might be a whole different concept.
1: And Nintendo's not afraid to take shots. So, right, that's what I'm saying. They're not like we got to do what we know it works. It's they Mm -hmm. they take shots, big shots, on uh, on on the console stuff, and people buy because it's Nintendo. So um which is crazy because it's like their content almost carries the console like people have to play mario games they have to play sonic games they have to play the Pikmin game. you know what i mean so like the, the games are the, the series are so good where you're like i don't like it but i want to play it so i have to pick up this th-. you know what i'm saying like it's
0: <sighs> saying people have to play the sonic games i feel like it was a shot at me but okay. yeah.
1: like you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but whatever. the point the point being, like, the the content, they know that the chokehold they have with their content so they can take shots. And I feel like it's less of a risk than if PlayStation releases a portable version. Some people are going to look at that and go, absolutely not. But where Nintendo can release it, and they'll be like, well, it's the next thing for Nintendo. And the game, like, these, these are my favorite games. So I'm going to pick it up regardless of whether I like it or not.
0: Right, because I feel like, again, when people like think of Nintendo, they think of a lot of those exclusives and stuff. You can't play Mario on any other console. You have to have it for the Switch or for Nintendo. Same thing with Breath of the Wild. It's only uh, exclusive. So in order to play a lot of these games, and we've seen Nintendo over time, especially this year, look at the games they put out. Uh, We're talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Pikmin had a 89 Metacritic score, which is... Uh, very, very above average. That's like 8.5 out of 10 type score for a game, and all the stuff that they have coming out this game this year. Like, yeah, some of it's remake with the Mario RPG, and they also have the um the new Mario joint coming out, Super Mario Wonder, Super Mario Bros Wonder. Uh, but it, they they always produce good quality titles that always rank very high for what they do. So you add that to the equation to a console that will p- now be able to do the 19, 20, 10, 80, 60 frames per second or be able to have the hardware compatibility to push the limits of some of these games like Breath of the Wild or the next Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild remake or something like that. The stuff that they could do with updating this next gen is the, the ceiling. If they can find a way to do that and make it portable, it's going to be a crazy game out there that people are going to try and find. If it's portable. And Gambit said Detective Pikachu. We forgot about Detective Pikachu. I'm excited for... Hey, (laughs) catch me acting like Sherlock Holmes. I'm going to be there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, let me ask you. Do you think even if this comes out, this Switch, does it become irrelevant or does does it still have a lifespan? The switch, yeah, uh, it depends
0: if they stop making games for it. Then no, um, but we've seen it. it kind of goes back to like pick your poison because if they do decide to keep the switch in the equation, then it becomes like, do you do you not push the limit of these games to make them playable on the switch, or do we just move on? Do we just say have to say like, you know what, it's time to just move on. Think of how long the Switch has actually been out for. Somebody can look up a date and tell me. I don't know. I don't have the right date it's, on my hand. It has to be like 10 plus years. Come out. It has uh, to be. It
1: came out in 2017, so
0: six years. Six years? Okay, my fault. I thought it, it, on, it was like 10 years. On seventh year. yeah. We're talking about six years if we push the limit of these games and just say like we'll put them on the better hardware because that's kind of what the problem of Xbox and PlayStation have been having like think of like how much they had to um, not push Hogwarts to have Hogwarts run on the Xbox One, or had to have Hogwarts run on the PS4 how much they had to take away from the actual game just to have it run on older consoles I'm just like I think Nintendo just has to say, look, we're going to just rip the Band-Aid now. Like, you got going to have to pay the premium price. But when you do, we got a big world for you, man. And I think they could still... They might still be able to do something where, like, they might put, like, the Switch store on the new console. I mean, that's just like... So it, the world is their oyster. I feel like Nintendo is just in a great position to be able to release a new console. I mean,
1: dude, they're still selling game like they're still selling Game Boys. You know what I mean? Like they don't their stuff doesn't
0: it's the nostalgia. It doesn't factor, really right? go out of
1: style. Like that's that's where they win. They just oh. their stuff is collectible and their fans are fan like hardcore fans, and it's just, it's just
0: big trendsetters. It feels like you longevity. know what I'm saying?
1: Like who's collecting 360s? nobody who's coming I mean, if i could, if A i could find the people
0: if i could collect the master chief and the gears of war xbox though we might be collecting consoles at
1: that point <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but i love i love that we did that episode and then rob just like pulled up yeah. <laughs> the, the consoles and i'm like oh dude it like it took me back to like playing video games in my basement at my childhood house dude, and just I playing those like games. Unbelievable. I was like, just Rob just set me on like a nostalgia, like yeah. trip right there. I was just like, yo, I needed that. I needed that. Oh, uh, dude. I just, I think this is very good uh, for everybody, but Pete, because Pete decided to buy the switch just now. Uh, but I think, um, I think it's about time. And Nintendo, it doesn't have to be in a rush to do this, but I think they're finally saying like, you know what? We released all the games we wanted to for the Switch. They're there, but now let's go to the top. And I think it's going to open up a lot of eyes. And I wouldn't be surprised if PlayStation and Xbox have their notepads out and they're taking notes right now. And that's the thing is Nintendo don't even got to worry about it because Nintendo is just there. They're in their own world. They have so many games that they could just—they don't even have to worry, bro. They're like, bro, we got the plumber, we got—we
1: <laughs> got the plumber, and we've got the dude, we got the Pokemon, <laughs> we got the plumber, we got the pink
0: gumball that, that sucks up everything. Yeah, we got Pikachu, and we like, got we got
1: bro. we got Link, and that's
0: what do we what do we need? And people, not even to mention the the games that people just were like, yeah, you know what? I'd rather just play it on Switch so I can play it on the go. Get playing it on my other console,
1: dude. I'm I I haven't I've had a switch for what two weeks, and right now when I'm looking at games, I'm like, yeah, but can it kind of take it mobile? Right, you're like you're like you'll you'll take that downgrade because you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I
0: don't it on care the about plan. the graphics
1: anymore. I'm like, can I take it on the plane? Cool, cool. If not, <laughs> I'm not getting it. That's where I'm at. Like just having it, having it, having it on the go is just it's huge. It's so nice. It's
0: a game so changer. Nice. It's definitely a game changer. Let us know, man. Are you guys going to be copying the new Nintendo next-gen console? I'm, I might as well just start saving up now. Pete, you better figure out uh, what trade-in values you can get. You might as well <laughs> like it. You might want to go. Barely been you might want to go, go, start going to your GameStop now and be like, right. yo, what's up with
1: those? What's up with those trade-in let, let me get my 18 cents for this. <laughs>
0: let me get my 18 cents. GameStop doobie taxing. Hey Jimmy, let me do a podcast about uh, how GameStop be taxing. I'll, I'll script it all, <laughs> burn some bridges. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, next topic that we are going to get into is we're going to be talking about Assassin's Creed, um, uh, and their new game which hasn't been announced or haven't had, don't even have a name to it, but it's the game that's based off of Fetal Japan, and its code name is Assassin's Creed. Uh, red. Um, and apparently it's been so big, Peter, that they might have had to cancel off a sequel to another great game that they have just to work on this game in general. Um, the article comes from the Gaming Bible. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. And it's by Katherine Lewis. And basically, it says, Codename Red. Might just be the most exciting Assassin's Creed game in the works right now. And we barely know a thing about it. The main hyped up point is the setting is a Shinobi fantasy, which will take place in Feudal Japan. Um, and they're saying the point of this is it seems like Ubisoft plans for Codename Red to be so big that they had to cancel the, re- the sequel to Phoenix Rising. I'm I'm sorry Immortals Phoenix Rising I butchered that completely uh, because they wanted to take some of those teams and have that and have them work for the new project going on over for Ubisoft Um, the quote here says as part of our global strategy we are redirecting and relocating some creative teams and resources within the Quebec studio to other unannounced projects. The expertise and technologies these teams develop will serve as an accelerator for the development of these key projects focused on our biggest brands. We have nothing further to share at this time. So my question for you, Peter, is, mm-hmm. is do you think this is the truth? Do you think people are stretching, saying like, oh, do you think that this is true to the fact where where like, they're taking teams off of other projects to focus on what they think the cash cow is going to be, either or do you think that's a stretch? And I also want to know: Are you fully invested into spending 200 hours into another Assassin's Creed game? And I'll go ahead and kick it off with you because it's the time. A, I feel is like out. that was a trick question.
1: 200 hours. uh, 200 hours. Mm, is it on Switch? <laughs> is it, <laughs> no. is it from mobile?
0: Bro, that thing is going to run at like 10 frames per second. Uh, Next
1: question. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll have to get that next one. Uh, I think that the feudal Japan setting, the samurai setting, is extremely popular uh, in a lot of third-person games like this. Uh, I think it's something that the Assassin's Creed fans have been asking for for a while. It's, for whatever reason, the aesthetic is just... It's awesome. Everyone wants to be a Samurai. So uh, they know that they're going to sell copies. They know that if they do it very well, they'll sell a lot of copies. Um, and they know that they're probably, you know, they know before they've even released it, this is probably going to be one of their most popular titles simply because of the setting. Uh, just like black, black flag um, crushed it. I feel like this is going to be along the lines of that. Mm. 200 hours is crazy. Uh, that's a that is a bold, bold like that's a bold project period um, yeah, yeah I think I think I mean I, I I have not played every single Assassin's Creed game. there's just not enough time in the world to do so uh, and I do skip and we've talked about this before where we've like skipped whole games because of the setting. Um, and it's just one of the unique games where like you can skip game to game based on where it's taking place, just mm-hmm. what you're interested in. Yeah, yeah. I think this has potential to be one of the more popular ones simply because of the setting. And yeah, I, right. I do think that they pulled resources. I think if you take on a project like that and they're looking at it and they're going, yeah, we're going to need more teams on this, I could absolutely see that, that happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like the, the statement is too far-fetched. I definitely think like it's very possible to have that type of feeling for it because mm-hmm. if, if this is going to be the game that you know i'm putting my time in i'm investing in as a studio and as a business
1: it's going to be very expensive to make
0: you're going to you're going to need to make sure you have all hands on deck and it yeah. might be taking back on some things and saying like look we need you over here um and i think this is like not to kind of put Assassin's Creed down or Ubisoft down because I think Ubisoft does sometimes pull out a lot of things out of the hat that are very good. But Mm. I also think like this is one of the last legs for Assassin's Creed. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are getting tired of the fact that you put in 200 hours, 215 hours into a game and it just feels like it's not the greatest thing you've ever played. Like, we haven't seen an Assassin's Creed game win, like, a game of the year in a very long time. Um, And I feel like a lot of people are kind of like, why am I going to spend my 70 bucks on this type of open-world RPG when I could just save that for another open-world RPG that might be a lot better? Like, think of games like Starfield that are coming out that it has to compete with uh, and these are like the new teams bro this is like right. I feel like Assassin's Creed have been running the game for so long that like some of these new heads are starting to come in like Starfield uh, you're going to be ha- you're going to have like that avowed game that's going to be coming out you have a lot more of the competition into that and your game better be as good as what it is if you're going to spend 200 plus hours into this game Assassin's Creed Valhalla was probably a very good game I love Vikings I think the Vikings like the Viking theme is sick. Yeah. Everything looked good. Do you want to do that for 200 hours? Do you, okay. Like let this is ask, where Let like, me ask you this. This let is where it's like do you want to do that for 200 hours? Like that's
1: this is the bottom line. Is there anything that any game you want to pour 200 hours in?
0: Sonic the Hedgehog. No, serious answer, serious answer, serious answer. I feel like you could pour 200 hours easily into,
1: like... Single-player games. I would say, like, Elden Ring. You good? Okay. So you, that's, you're that's you picking the best games. The best... Like, that's, like, the top game. The Skyrims, the Morrowinds, the Elden Rings. Oh, dude. I, I
0: can guarantee you everybody in this chat has at least put 200 hours into Skyrim. Like, that's not even, like... I don't even think that's, like, the most craziest I th- statement to think of. I
1: think combined easily over a thousand hours for everyone in here. And because it doesn't you because it's so it's like if you're gonna make it two hundred hours, then it has to be like you're saying, it has to be that caliber of game. Right. Otherwise because it sucks. You're 10 hours into it and you're like, I'm out. Think of
0: think of the Assassin's Creed game they're putting out right now, Assassin's Creed Mirage. They it is reported to be a twenty to thirty hour game. And people are like that's money. Yeah. Not too much content, but it's enough content to be like, look, we understand the story. We know what's going on. It's going to be dope. It's going to be easy to play. We get it done. We on to the next. Like I feel like that's the type of thing it's getting into. But I think if they can pull this off, it will be a good game. though. So it's kind of hard for me to say. But if it's going to take me 200 hours to complete it, God forgive me. I hope my my baby my my wife don't hate me. My son don't hate me. Cause I'm gonna be locked in, and like I gotta get it done. Like that's the, that's the we crime. have jobs, man.
1: <laughs> Who's who? Like two hundred hours. Like gaming gone weird has, has been five postponed. Hours a week, maybe to it's t- it's Ga- take a full year to beat this thing. Gaming gone weird has been postponed It's LP in Tana. We should have Beat an hour game. count. We should have an hour count. So every week, it'll have a it'll just have number of hours that we put into it in the bottom right-hand corner. It's like, what hour are you on? Oh, 68. Nice. Nice.
0: <laughs> you're, you're looking looking at the timer like, we're almost there. Yeah. You ain't never did that for a game where you checked how much time you actually put into it. You're like, dude, I got to be close. <laughs>
1: I put a lot more. I put easily 200 hours into Rocket League for sure.
0: That's <laughs> gross. You're yeah. sick. I played a lot of Rocket League. Um. Yeah things you shouldn't say on the pod <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it
1: didn't get any better that's the worst part uh, <laughs> it, bro like i put
0: in probably like 1000 <laughs> my hours in a madden i'm still like throwing pick sixes every game so it Steve ain't that
1: press got up in the game yeah
0: no but, seriously
1: <laughs> you're right man 200, 200 hours is it better be awesome especially if you're if you're going to be charging 70 bucks for it, especially since you're you're putting out a game you've got Don't they have a mobile game coming out too? Assassin's Creed? uh, Isn't there a mobile version of this? But the the point being, the theme (laughs) is already, like they have the theme ready to go. They have the theme. What are you saying? Like the Assassin's Creed mobile game. I thought they had
0: like a mobile game. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need that much Assassin's Creed in my life, man. Like that's the bottom line. I'm saying here. Like, just let me get the Japan joint. We're done. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's it's, all I need. Like, seriously. It's, like
1: It's, it, it's a proof. I'm to, like,
0: blow my hat off, man. Like, Jesus, bro. He said a mobile game, and I'm like, no. No. Nobody is asking for that, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like, nobody. I'm good. I'm good. All right, <laughs> uh, I guess that's it for me on that one. <laughs> Odd. Next topic. I'm hot. Oh, the next Dude, so topic – what What'd you say? It's hot. I like oh, oh I, I just got hot too. Trust me. It's I did cool too. Up. The next topic that we're going to get into is a new game that me and Peter both played and that we loved, The Last <laughs> <Hope>. <laughs> uh And if you guys don't know where <laughs> – The similarity of this game is this is the Last of Us clone, basically. Um, And this game got pulled from the Nintendo eShop for uh, obvious reasons of it being very similar. (laughs) Oh, dude. This would have been like the perfect time to show the images of of the Last of Us glitches where everybody's sweating. Like, (laughs) one of the greatest games to come out this year. And this one is Uh, on Switch.
1: It is mobile. So, yeah,
0: um, (laughs) man. Um, basically, they uh, they took this off of the store because uh, PlayStation was not happy that this was a thing um, and very similar to the game. They are both very great games. They are both masterpieces. <laughs> and you can just see the creativity in this game and just the the separation of games that are out right now. This game looks fantastic. P, how how did you feel about
1: The Last Hope? I put in 200 hours at least.
0: Oh, two hundred uh, hours!
1: Nintendo yeah, Assassin's
0: Creed couldn't get that from me.
1: Uh, it's I don't know what the screening process is for the Nintendo Shop. No, but whoever was supposed to screen that game <laughs> called in sick and submitted and didn't check it. Uh, it's off. I don't. I want to know first of all how they screen games. I, it's crazy that it was Nintendo. I can see this happening on Game Pass. I could see oh, this happening. I on can, Game okay. Fest, so 1000%, like, I can, but I can see Nintendo this happening with.
0: Dude. I can see this happening with Steam. Yes, Steam yeah, so. has a lot of terrible. Like they're like they're they have the, the worst Correct. when it comes to sitting there and trying to inspect what games actually get put on the site. But Nintendo, Nintendo, Bro, they're, they're suing somebody for a third of his paychecks for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> they aren't letting a game like this like slip on their eShop, bro. Right, right. Like this is why this makes me mad. Like the two this dude got fired and he's not even allowed hundred feet within the premises. Whoever let them like put this on
1: the eShop. It they have to be one of the most difficult e stores to right. get the products on. So it's the fact that this got through is hilarious. I wonder, yeah, so much, I, I wonder how much they made from
0: this. Game. I want to know how much they made, too. And I, honestly, I think it's kind of a stretch. I don't think it's that similar to The Last of Us. I mean, I don't see where people are kidding that. I don't know where. Like, I think it's a stretch. Like, I don't think it's anywhere close to uh, what the game actually is. Like, I mean,
1: I saw, I saw a review video of this game. The guy was he calculated it because it's a super short game. He calculated it. The number of am, like the the amount of ammunition that is actually findable in the game is less than what you need to kill all the zombies in the game. So you don't even have enough ammo or stamina or like health packs to get through. Like they didn't put enough they didn't put enough of it into the map. Dude, for this gameplay <laughs>
0: clip I found is nasty, bro. Like a no emphasis on these zombies at all. Why did the ambulance tip over? Look like at this one looks right. like
1: going look the one on the right. <laughs> like it just oh, looks oh, like-,
0: oh. <laughs> like this looks like the easiest zombie game of all time. Isn't a zombie apocalypse where like all zombies just come at you? Like, why does the world look just so like regular? This looks like Ohio if
1: we're <laughs> It's, it's like, that's just toledo on a friday bro. <laughs> like literally
0: i saw this when i walked into kroger the other day <laughs> like this is not new to me
1: at all oh, my gosh.
0: oh yeah. man i would have loved to got a, like a hands-on copy so i could play it though
1: now it's gonna be collectors like flappy bird
0: flappy bird whoever has that game if you could still like play that game you're a legend like I want, like if somebody saw that game it was like, oh yeah, like I have to play this. That's kind of nuts. Like I just don't understand. Like in your head, you're like, oh yeah, this is a game that I want to buy and put my money towards. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> oh man, well, getting into our last topic of the day, um, I want to remind you guys: make sure you guys like, sub, comment, all that stuff. I just wanted to, you know, housekeeping stuff. Uh, that was me doing a broom. Um, the last topic of the day is Peter, remember when we talked about the magic um Magic Gathering card that was up to about 2 million dollars in price? Yes. Well, what if I told you that somebody ended up buying that card and that somebody happens to be a famous person? Go on. Who do you think it was that bought that card?
1: makes me think of card collectors. So who collects cards? The Pauls collect cards. That uh, football player we talked about last week.
0: Blake Martinez? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cards. okay.
1: Who else do I know who collects cards? Who, I feel like that's pretty much it. I feel like it's, it's like people in the Pokemon space. What are the Pauls with that guy?
0: So it happened to be Post Malone. He bought this Magic the Gathering card that was valued at $2 million. Uh, The person that had this card goes by the name of Brooke Trafton, and he tweeted this out. I wish I had the picture. I'm very sorry for not having the picture for you guys. This is my dream come true, meaning Post Malone and him buying the one ring card for me is literally a moment straight out of a fairy tale. You've changed my life. Things like this don't happen to people like me forever grateful.
1: Yeah, he gave me $2 and million. Dollars. My I'll life go too. ahead and
0: show the video right here. Um, it's all graded and stuff. And that's uh, that's life-changing money. Yeah, wow. that's, that's life-changing money. And I think uh, if we look at the bigger picture of this, did Post Malone really need that card? I don't know if he did. If it was an investment, okay. I like the investment. I will also say, though, at the same time, I think he's just a very nice guy to the point to where yeah. he's like, you know what, man? I'm not gonna try and lowball you. If it's two million, there's two million. Because somebody did also offer him two million. And I forgot what company it was. Uh, but somebody did offer him two million to actually get that uh you know what I actually heard? Okay, so I might I, I'm pretty sure I heard this when I was at a Pokemon tournament. Is with that actual the dude that worked at Refine Game, uh, Refine Gaming actually told me this. He said with that, um, when he went to go get it graded, there was two people that wanted to grade it, and I forgot the names of them. I think one of them is like PSA, and the other one is something else. One of them wanted to do. I think the whole point of it is he they wanted he wanted to make sure. That he got like a 10 out of 10 value out of it because the PSA 10 is the highest you can get. If you get like a PSA 10, that's basically a perfect card. And if it's a perfect card, then you get more value based on it because sure. it's in like perfect condition. Um, but I think one company wanted to give him a hundred thousand dollars just to get a grade by his by their like company. And he turned it down to possibly get a better PSA like graded card which is insane. Like he turned out all that money to maybe possibly get a 10, but I think he ended up getting like a nine, which I don't know if that cut down the price a little bit, but it wasn't in perfect, perfect condition.
1: Uh, $2 million. Yeah. $2 million. I'll take a nine.
0: $2 million landed in that dude's pocket. I don't think he's worried, worried about it at all. I think he's (laughs) at that point, like, two, I think he's good. two, seven, five <laughs> fractions. I think <laughs> decimals. bro's think- rich. He can <laughs> buy you a million cards now. That do you I- that that's like basically card shop. Like you could open up your own card shop with that.
1: I think you're right about post. Like unless he's like a, a secret Lord of the Rings fan, or he he, he he's a gamer. From what I he is he a gamer a bunch and. Maybe he's just like a card fan, or he's just like I'm gonna, like this is just I have a ton of money and this is cool, and uh you know I'm gonna help this guy out, which I could also see. I feel like he's just like, I feel like he's like, oh that card would be so cool. Like I don't even think he puts, it's probably an investment too, but I don't think he's like I have to own it. It's just like, oh that'd be cool to have. Let's see if he's open. I don't, I don't want to think too in depth with that because I know he is that type of
0: type of that guy where he loves cards and stuff like that because he, he actually had, I, I got to double check. I'm pretty sure he had his own Pokemon card. Cause he was a part of the Pokemon series for a lot. Uh, so he's a, a he's a card
1: guy.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to see if I can find this post Malone Pokemon card because he had one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, unless this is fake, I don't think this is fake. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Keep talking. I'm gonna go ahead and see if I can save this and uh, upload it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the value that the uh, earlier article predicted it as. Um, and this is the this was a card shop owner, right? I'm pretty sure it's not just like a random random person, but uh, I'm pretty sure okay. he had some kind of business. Um, and now it's the highest selling Magic the Gathering card of all time. Whoa. The Katy Perry one doesn't look like anything like Katy Perry.
0: Uh I'm 90% sure these are real though.
1: That's cool. It uh, was like a
0: it was like a music thing that they did. I know that for sure.
1: Yeah. So it's now the highest-selling card of all time from Magic the Gathering. Previous card being uh, the Black Lotus for uh, just over half a million. So this is like not even close. It's I mean, dude, really moved by them to have the rings on cards
0: i get it like i I, trust me i've spent my fair amount of money on pieces of cardboard before so i understand how much these actually cost uh but seeing that this actually made two million dollars i just want to say bravo good for him i think like i I think everybody wins overall i just love seeing the heartwarming moment of just somebody actually finding the card and post malone actually adding it to to collection to his collection and everything and just that's a good moment. Is. He's so and it's happy. Like,
1: and like, who's rooting against Post Malone, right? Nobody. So it's, like, it's not I, like a person you're rooting against. Like, oh, man, like he got it. It's like, yeah, nice. A, Eric did nice
0: Eric did say that the uh, the Pokemon cards are fire. I do really like the Post Malone one.
1: Do you think they got to pick their own Pokemon?
0: I wonder. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool if they did. If If Post Malone's really a Dragonite guy. Uh, dude, the actual, guy. So that attack actually is pretty fun. It says this attack does 20 more damage for each type of basic energy attached to this Pokemon. So like if you just like put four different energies on it, you could do like uh, 140, 160, 180, 200. You could do like, like 180 damage if you have a bunch of different energies. And that makes it fun. The
1: Charizard on the right looks tough though. <laughs> the Charizard oh, no, does. The like, Charizard looks pretty
0: cool. tough. Charizard's overrated. All right, Pete. That's our last topic. I'm with you. you. We can talk about it. (laughs) We can talk talk about it next show. Next show, we'll talk about it. Yo, thank you guys so much for another successful episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode number 46. Uh, My name is Nick Tana. If you guys want to catch any more of what I do besides the Gaming Gone Weird content, make sure you guys check me out on Twitter. Everything is down below. Also, I did release a YouTube video about all the recent stuff that I bought from prime day for my video game collection. So if you want to check that out, it's going to be, you love Nick Tana on YouTube as well. Everything's you love Nick Tana. If you want to see more of me, uh, I would love to see you guys there uh, interact with me and all that good stuff. And uh, I appreciate everybody stopping here for gaming on weird. Like again, make sure I said 8 PM Eastern every Wednesday. So make sure you guys show up, get done up, served up, gamed up. Pete, tell the people where to find you and what you're working on.
1: Yeah, Peter, a.k.a. NotGhostSwords on all things socials. Uh, every Wednesday, we're doing Gaming Gone Weird, as you guys can see. Uh, Thursday, we got the Ball Bag Podcast, which is about everything football, college, NFL fantasy. We've got uh, YouTube content going out every week, shorts and TikToks going out. Uh, Shooting for every day, but at least every other day. Two new videos on the YouTube channel right now about uh, games that is still worth spending your hard-earned cash on. So if free to go check those out. Uh, other than that, man, just doing long-form, short-form content. The streams haven't been as streaming lately, but that's because we're doing a lot more pods. So I'm okay with it.
0: I've had a blast today. Thank you, everybody that's here. Appreciate you guys. Cool down. Thank you for stopping by Gambit. Thank you for stopping by Raph. Thank you for stopping by everybody that was here supporting, showing love, all that good stuff. I'll catch you guys next week for more gaming gone weird, more energy, more great news. Thank you guys. Be safe. Tell someone you love them. Magic Carp Tana out. And Pete, of course he has a bedtime. So we had to end it like this early. So, (laughs)
1: If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.